0: I'm your host, Nikki, and this is the Red Chuck Chronicles podcast, where I share tips, stories, and answer your questions on all things travel-related. After traveling to 40-plus countries and counting, I can't wait to show you how simple it can be for you to travel the world. So stick around and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Nikki, coming back to you with another episode of the Red Chuck Chronicles. I hope everybody had a good week. I hope everybody's enjoying themselves. The weather is getting nice here. Spring is finally arriving. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Lord, because I'm over the cold. I said that already, but I really am over the cold. And um, I'm ready to get out and enjoy the sun and some fun. But again, thanks for tuning in. I hope you've been enjoying season two so far. And I'm coming back to you this week with another Travel Tales edition. So this week I have a special guest and I'm excited to have her on. I have a uh, Lori who is joining um, us today and I will have her introduce herself in a few minutes, but she's going to talk to us a little bit about traveling from a recently retired perspective and what that's been like for her and um, anything that she kind of wants to share with the audience. So again, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy this evening's episode. So Lori. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad to be on here. Thanks for joining. So tell us a little bit about, so Lori and I um, attended the same church and I met her, I think I was like 18 when we met, Yeah, right? yep. So it's been quite a few years. And so she seen me travel, you know, when I went away, when I lived in England, um, when I came back and then I started traveling. I think I used to send, you were on the distribution list when I used to send all my emails with the pictures when I lived in England, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So she's been there for it all, and obviously following on Facebook and everything like that. And from time to time, when I would go away, there's always people who are like, "I can't believe you're going away by yourself. I can't believe you're going here." And I'm like, "You can do it too." So <laughs> that's definitely why I wanted to have her on the show today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about, you know, what you think about travel
1: so, um, well, like you said, I'm recently retired, and I will mention that um, I'm a single parent and I say that because it does affect my travel. And and I think that's important because I think there is an audience of people out there who want to travel, but maybe because of the fact that you're the only breadwinner and maybe you don't make enough bread that you can, you know, take the kids where you want. And so that kind of affected, you know, what I did and how I traveled. And yeah, I did. I followed you all over the world because um, every time I saw those red chucks go up on a plane and it was funny because when you first started it, I would be like, why is she taking a picture of her sneaker? And then after a while we knew what that meant. So as soon as we saw those red chucks, we was like, "Uh uh-oh. And we'd be like, where are we going now? You know, where are we on our way to? So I got to travel vicariously through you. And so now that I'm retired, I have set my goals on, on some places. And so Last uh, October, I went to Hawaii and um, loved it, you know, loved it, loved the culture. I want to go back, long flight, but um, it was, it was just amazing. Um, And so, you know, I got to check that off my bucket list. We were supposed to be going to Jamaica this year, but my daughter's expecting. So that whole trip just got, pu- yeah, we're excited. yay, We're excited. But on the other, it got pushed to the side. So we're going to do that probably next year. Um, And we were talking and we were saying, well, you know, guys, we want to do a fantasy vacation. Where do you want to go? Where do we want to go? So I, um, you know, said, where do we want to go as a family? You know, because that's, that's another thing. I'm not the one to do the solo traveling. I'm just, I, I applaud your courage, girl. I really do. I'm not that courageous. And I think because I'm older, I think differently. So I'm always like, well, what if I get sick? And what if, and what if this happens? And I'm by myself, you know? So I think it, it changes your perspective. So, you know, I'm always like, well, who's going with me? You know, one of the things, and I still enjoy traveling with my kids and I've always enjoyed traveling with them I remember when we were, when I was younger and my girlfriends would say, you know, let's go, we're going to do a girls trip, if you will. And I just, for me, it was never something I wanted to do because I would think about, I can take this money and go on this exotic trip with my girls, or I can take my kids somewhere where we can all experience something together. So maybe we can't go to an island, or maybe we can't do that cruise. And we've done, you know, a cruise or two, but, you know, maybe I'd rather do it with them. So I started planning trips that had some fun, but also, you know, educational, historical. I I liked going to places like DC because I loved going to all the different museums and they did too. So, you know, we would take a trip and we plan a trip to DC or we plan a trip, I don't know different cities, and and I look at them now, and so for me it was just a great reward to be able to say my kids have pretty much been to all fifty states, you know, except for Utah. You know, we we, we do, you, uh, but for the most part that they can say, "I remember when we went here." So for me, my travel experience has just been a shared experience with my family, but to me that made it that much more pleasurable. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? The time will come when I can do all of those other adventures, you know, that I want to do. You know, so now that you saved this,
0: a lot of your younger time, right? Younger years, or whatever you might want to call it, or your working years, your parenting yes. years, you took and you spent that with your children and giving them those experiences. Now that you're they're older and doing their own things, and you have more time for you. Is, do you feel like that's a good thing that you waited and saved it and, and you're still excited
1: about traveling? I think it is. I mean, the and the difference, too, is that traveling, just traveling in and of itself, you know, the business of travel has changed over the years. And the accessibility to places, the price, the cost of things, you know, it, things used to be a lot more exclusive. Now, you know, there are so many different um Airbnb, so many different travel clubs, so many different, you know, resorts that have come and they're competing for business, which gives you the ability to kind of travel at your budget, you know what I mean? Um, Whereas before, you know, you had to be a Rockefeller almost to go to some of these exotic places. Over the last 10 years or so, you know, things have really changed where the market has become a lot more competitive. And so in a way, I say, yes, I'm glad that I waited because it will afford me the opportunity to visit more places. You know, I now have a travel club, you know, before I had a lot of friends with timeshares and I thank God for each and every one of them, (laughs) you know, we were always getting those extra, you know, weeks and bonuses and, you know, but now, you know, I've been able to do that because again, people are trying to get out of plans or people. So I shopped around and I found one that worked for me. But I think, yeah, I'm glad I waited. And for me, I'm glad I waited. And then, so sometimes in terms of like adventure,
0: you might be a little bit more adventurous when you're younger, right? So you, you might do more things. And yeah. now that you're, you know, at the later, it's more relaxing maybe, or maybe the places that you want to go have changed. Has that, have you seen that?
1: Um, I would say I'm probably not going to do any rock climbing or zip lining, Um, But I'll probably go to the same places. I just won't get on the zip line. You know what I mean? So in in that regard, yes, absolutely. I think about that. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. No. But, you know, some of the things I would definitely take advantage of. And yes, I would say that I tend to shop for vacations that are a little bit more on the relaxing side that have a lot of serenity. Because that's what I'm looking for. Even though I'm retired, I'm still working. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute, what happened here? So I'm still looking for those getaways where I can just, you know, take a breather and just relax. I still enjoy, like, one of my favorite places. And it's funny because let me tell you a secret as you get older, things do change. I used to be a daredevil in the amusement parks. And I mean, I would ride it on anything. If it went around, I was on it. If it was a roller coaster, I wanted to get on it. I don't care how high it went. Now, literally, like you're equal. Everything changes. And I got on a roller coaster maybe a year or so ago. And it took me a minute to recover. So I say that to say like one of my favorite places has still always been places with amusement parks and things like that, no matter where I went. Now, see, it's like, well, I can't do that no more. So, you know, age, age your destinations. Absolutely. I, I actually went snorkeling for the first time because I was, like, I'm a baby swimmer, I call it. Like, I could probably get out of the pool if I had to kind of get myself back to land, but to just play in the water like that. But I did it in Hawaii. So that's now something I would look for, you know, and I love the water, love, even though I'm, you know, I'm not the greatest swimmer, anything around water, you know, and you take those quizzes that say, do you like the woods or do you like the mountains? Or do, For me, it's going to always be something that's on water. Okay.
0: And then in terms of like traveling, so you, you talked, you mentioned earlier your flight to Hawaii was long what was it about yeah. six hours to get there? no it was
1: it was longer than that thing it was like 13 hours oh because so, you had to go to Cali first and then exactly we went and and we flew out of um we actually went over into Seattle and then from Seattle over and literally just straight across the water just like four hours this is straight like oh my goodness that was your first I mean, it wasn't
0: intercontinental because it's still part of the U.S. But was that your first like? Yeah, like
1: absolutely flying over water like that, absolutely. And that was one of the things when you used to travel, I used to be like, mm-mm, I can't do that, I can't mm-mm, over that water like that. Mm-mm. And that would always be my conversation, you know. But this time, I got on the plane. I said, "Okay, God we about to do this." And. You know, I travel, I actually travel with my, um, my son, my daughter and her husband. And so I get stuck sitting next to my son. And so, you know, now they have the the flight um, simulators and that you can look at and it literally shows, you know, where you are. And so the window was down. I I had the thing down. So he pulls it up and said, ma, look, look where we are. See all this water? That's us. And I'm like, Really? I didn't need to see that, you know, got on the plane, I messed, knew, messed
0: but up.
1: but <laughs> I didn't want to see it.
0: <laughs> It'd be your own people, your own yeah. people.
1: Exactly. After that, I'm sitting there like, okay, I was all right, you know, but we slept, we watched movies and, you know, made it through. It was, it was, I was, I did better than I thought I would do.
0: So now that you did that, do you think you could do it again? Like, do you think you would go, like, what, what is next on your list? Like, Um, Do you want to go somewhere else, maybe out of the country?
1: Yes. So I have a list of places that we've been talking about going. Um, For me, it's Belize, which that's kind of like down, but definitely I want to go to Belize. Another place I want to go to is Africa. I do want to visit Africa, um, West Coast, you know, Ivory Coast, Nigeria. um, And I want to go to Morocco. Cause that was a place my mom always wanted to go, so I'm like, okay, Ma, I'll go. You plug, know, plug,
0: plug. I'm, I'm planning a trip. I'm planning a trip to Morocco. Are you for next, for next year? Yeah,
1: I am. Okay, all right then. I you you got some you got somebody tagging along because I want to go to Morocco. It's gonna be a group trip. So that's it. that's it. Yeah. So those are some of the places right now. Believe it or not, I never really ever wanted to do Europe. I, you know, I guess I will because some of the kids want to go. But it's never been like a drawing card for me. Like, it's just, yeah, I thought about maybe Greece.
0: Um, well, you it, like water and Greece is nice. That's a beautiful yes, island. So. Yes,
1: I thought about And that's why. As a Greece yeah, you know, um, England never appear, appealed to me. Maybe Paris because, you know, it's like Paris the romanticism surrounding Paris. I don't know. But um, yeah, I've just never had an an, an affinity for traveling in Europe. But I would, you know, if it came up and it availed itself, I'm sure I would do it. But it's never anything I would plan before those other trips, you know? Okay. So what were
0: your travel fares, right? Because I know we talked about... when I would go alone and that you were like, uh, nope, can't do it. You, you even said it earlier. What are some of your fears about traveling or your dislikes about traveling? So
1: my dislikes is just being in the plane. Um <laughs> <but> <laughs> and especially with COVID, I'm not gonna kid you. Like, you know, wearing that mask and You know, and it was so funny because we are on the plane because, you know, a lot of people were were really lax about, you know, the regulations and and just about, you know, their personal protective equipment and and wearing the mask and all of that. And but, you know, I you know, my story, it, it affected our family tragically. And so, you know, I wasn't playing with that thing and I never wanted To get it again. Nor did I ever want to be somebody that gave it to somebody and have somebody say, "Oh, they got it because I was being selfish." So, of course, when I get on the plane, I've got the shield, I've got you know the mask, and it's hot, and you know. So, I guess traveling during COVID has been been the issue. Prior to that, it you know it was never really a major problem. Um, Just the packing and all of the pre you know, preparations that go into traveling. My fear has always been in terms of being alone, literally because I watch too much TV, you know, and I'm going to tell you the truth.
0: Listen, that TV will get you every time. My (laughs) friend, first travel tells for season two that's coming out. My friend just basically said the same thing. She's like, I think it's the news.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about like, I can get kidnapped. What if something breaks out, depending on the country I'm in, you know, you hear about, you know, like somebody going to do this, do that, and they're snatched, you know, that's sex trafficking, you know, I can get snatched. And it was so funny. Uh, We were talking about that. And I said, you know, I could get snatched. And so my son was like, Ma, you a little older. I said, listen, you know, maybe they won't snatch me for that, but they may look for me to be a mate or something. I don't know. I'm not trying to get taken. You know, I've seen the movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. See that yeah. I think that, that puts a lot of fear in people. And I'm always like, but you can get taken at home. You can get kidnapped at that home. You can get hurt at home.
1: And I know there's a level of comfort. There's a level of comfort. Exactly. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's at home. I know the corners. I know where to run to. I know if I get in my car and somebody's following me, I know where to go, where the nearest police station is. I remember when we took the kids to Disney and my son was like two and he's always been like extremely hyper. And while we were there, he kept messing with the door. He was always at the door, picking with the door. And we had to put that, that latch lock on it because he would get it open. And so we had to make sure, you know. So one night we came home and I remember we had um, like a lockout unit. So we had the two rooms and we were in the living room. All of a sudden I'm like, oh, where is he? You know, like I didn't hear him, didn't see. So I said, oh, you know, he was asleep. Maybe he's still on the bed. So I go in the bedroom, he's not on the bed. So I'm like, well, okay, where is he? Then I go in the other room, he's not in there, I ask the girls, nobody's seen him. So I mean, the place is only so big. Of course, now I go from zero to a hundred and I'm freaking like, oh my God, did somebody like, I didn't see anybody come in, did somebody come in and take my baby? Somebody took my child, I'm still like, did he get out? And we're in Florida, so I'm like, and it's pitch dark. I'm like, if he got out and the alligator's going to get him. And I mean, literally, I was frantic. And all that had happened was that the bed was really close to the wall. He had rolled off and he was between the bed and the wall. (laughs) Sound asleep and didn't even wake him up. But we, and I mean, we were outside with flashlights. Oh boy. It's that kind of stuff. Like if somebody were to take him, you know, and I always told the kids, if somebody takes you here, like I wouldn't even begin to know how to follow you, where to go, like, you know, around the corner. So it's like, I'm one of those persons that always has like an emergency exit, like this and that. So I think all of that in my head kind of gets in the way when I start thinking about, you know, traveling, especially by myself. But
0: have you ever thought about traveling by yourself, maybe locally, not like not too far from home? So there's still the comfort of being in the U.S. or somewhere that someone can get to you fast. But you know you get that experience of because I always tell people traveling by yourself is very freeing. like it is so I don't know it's just something about being able to get up when you want to get up do what you want to do when you want to do it experience just by yourself there's something like freeing about it so I always mm. suggest, recommend it and even if you're not going to do it internationally maybe you'll do it you know not too far
1: well that's one thing that I have been considering, I was trying to think about where I would go. And the reason for that is, you know, I had a conversation with um, a couple of my girlfriends, and we were talking, you know, again, around COVID. And, you know, we're in different places, and one's in Texas, and one's in DC. And, you know, we were just talking about how since COVID, you know, when everybody had to come indoors and shelter in place and all that kind of stuff and quarantine, you literally lost physical contact and everybody was kind of like just with their household or or your pod, if you will. And so, you know, people that you used to like, hey, let's go, hey, let's go. You know, we weren't doing that anymore because COVID, And so it became very lonely. You were like, I don't want anybody to go with. And, you know, they would, were trying to protect their household. And, of course, we're trying to protect our household. And so we were only around certain people. And, you know, it was crazy. So it was something that I had to start thinking about because just the basic stuff, you know, like, fortunately, since my mom passed, we did everything together. It was like, okay, hey, mom, let's go to Walmart. okay. So even like, so I've had to start learning just to do the regular stuff by myself. And so I was like, you know what? It would have been me and Ma, because that was my plan when I retired. We were going to start doing the traveling. So I'm like, okay, that trip that we were going to take on the train, we were going to take that train up into Canada through the Adirondacks in the fall. It's like the glass top train. I wanted to see the foliage and all of that. And you go into Montreal and stay over the weekend and come. You didn't know about that one? No, but I love Montreal. That's my spot. I love Listen, Montreal. I know. It's, and it's I, amazing. I, like, it's I amazing. love Montreal too. And, but this is so nice because again, I love the fall foliage. And so the train runs like, um, I think like October into Thanksgiving. I forgot the exact um, schedule, but you have to catch it out of, is it Grand Central? you catch it in New York. So you can, you know, take the train from wherever and catch it. But it's a glass top train and you get to ride through the mountains, through the Adirondacks, all the way into Canada. And so like you would get to Canada on Thursday and then the return is like on a Monday. So you would stay over the weekend. And so that was, you know, our trip that we were going to do. And so I'm like, you know, I think I'll do that trip. Right. But then, if you, I tell think you, you should mama, do, that trip. Like, do the movie throw mama
0: off the train no right? no let's not think about the movie let's think about the trip and the foliage in Adirondack right so that's what so I'm still I'm
1: still like thinking that I'm just gonna pack my little bag
0: I think you should pack your little bag and I think you should take a journal with you and I think you should journal the experience because I wow. I think when you do that when you look back at it, you'll be proud of yourself, one, that you did it by yourself and you will survive and it will be okay. (laughs) And then you'll have that experience and you'll always have that memory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I will. I think that's the one that I'm putting down to say, this is your first solo trip and I'm going to make sure that I do it. Definitely. Awesome. So what do you love about traveling? I love staying in nice places. I love, you know, just treating yourself because, you know, vacations aren't just time off, but it's the getaway, right? It's the whole point of getting away from the mundane, from my regular, um, a change of scenery. And so, you know, being able to go to that place where you know, especially when you have kids, and I just bought a brand new, beautiful wall mirror, and it lasted a week. You know, so when you have kids and grandkids, man, you it's like, yeah, nothing nice, you know. And so when you go to places, you get to see like, wow, this is so elegant, like all of the things that you would love, and so you you get to kind of sub, submerge yourself into this kind of lifestyle if you will a short period of time you know right. it's just like another world you get to live yeah, it's exotic another. foods and and the massages and the pool and the beach. you know so that's the thing I like it's being able to transport yourself kind of from everyday ho-hum to you know, I can, you know, be this other person and I can kind of let my hair down. And I mean, that's another piece for me. It's, you know, I can let my hair down. I can just relax. I'm not on call for anybody. And, you know, that's the part that I like. It's mm-hmm. but mainly, and and that's one of the things that I did with the kids whenever we would travel, even when we would go with our family, and I appreciated our family reunions because, you know, a lot kids, you know, during the summer, it's like, okay, we're going down south to grandma's. We're going down south. We're going. And, but ours was Indiana. And then after a while, you know, they started saying, you know what, grandma and grandpa are getting a little older and we don't have to keep coming here. So every year let's pick a different spot. And so we literally started that travel. So California, we would go on cruises, we would go to Florida, we go to Chicago, you know, so we did that with our family, which I love. And um, so we got a chance to kind of experience things like that. And, and so because for the kids, sometimes that might be one of only two vacations, maybe I would always try to make it extra. So if we stayed at the hotel, I'd always get a suite, you know, I'd always try to, if we rented a car, I'd rent the luxury car, you know, so I'd always try to up everything so that even in this regular trip to You know, Chicago, I would always make it top notch for them, you know, make sure that we were able to go to any restaurant, any sites or see anything while we were there. You know, in California, we got to go to what's the famous strip where they have the Hollywood um, handprints and all of that and wax museums and all of, you know, so I made sure that it wasn't just that we went, but that we were really able to experience wherever we went. So that was, to me, the fun part that I wanted to make sure if we're going to go, I don't care where it is. We're going to Philly. Then we're going to see every museum. We're going, you know, to see that bell. We're going to see, you know.
0: Everything, experience the whole thing.
1: Right, And, and that's what we did. And
0: then what about in terms of, did you have certain expectations for being retired and what travel might be like? It, and are you are those expectations being met?
1: I would say they're being met. Yes. Well, I know that sometimes and it, the plans don't always work out. But I think that a certain amount of research needs to go in. I mean, I want to see pictures. You know what I mean? I want to I, No, I want to see the rooms. I want to see what the you want all is. the details. I wanna see all of that so that I'm not disappointed because you know you work hard for this, you're planning for these vacations. And it's like I'm not gonna get there and be disappointed, be like, oh, you said two bedroom suite, and I got two beds, you know, and that's no, I, I wanna see each room, I wanna see the floor plan if I can. So I think that by putting in due diligence and that level of planning um for the vacation cause that's your money. You know what I mean? That's your investment, man. So I can't just, once they would say, just be all willy nilly, you know, and just, just throw caution to the wind, but I'm going to make sure that I can, for what I can control, I'm going to make sure I do that and make sure that everything's taken care of.
0: Okay. And then in terms of length of a trip, right, you have a little bit more flexibility now that you're retired, but does that, way into the length of a trip like how long you're going to stay in a certain place now and then also how far you'll go you did mention that you want to go to uh, to the continent of africa and you mentioned uh morocco and maybe the west coast the ivory coast those flights are long not necessarily morocco, morocco's a little but you could get you could you know go to madrid or spain first and then hop over you can get there a couple of different ways but to the ivory coast those flights are usually a little bit longer. Are you nervous about that at all, though? Yes,
1: because like I said, when we went to Hawaii, we did most of the you know the flight overland, and then the, you know so it it was split up, if you will. Whereas this would be all water. So I've thought about that, and I'm you know I'm mentally preparing myself for when that happens because I know that's what it's going to be. And woo, yeah, you so got it. I'm thinking about it. Literally, you don't even know. I'm thinking about it. But, um, I'm, yeah, I know it's, it's and, and in terms of the length of the time, the length of travel, I don't know, I get bored easy. So, you know, but to go that far, you know, no, it's not going to be a few days. That That's going to be maybe a 10-day trip, you know what I mean? But, like, there are certain places, like, for me, I'm like, after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home, you know? You just get to that point where enough is enough laying around. And I know people, you know, I was like, how do you say that? But after a while, I'm, I'm done. But there are certain places, like you said, if I have to travel across that water and, you know, for 10, 12 hours, 14, wherever, I'm going to stay there for a minute. Well, um, yeah, because you got to think about, too, the
0: things that come with it, like jet lag, right? There's, right. Um, recovery, the time change. If you're going to be doing a lot of tours, the walking. So we we took our trip to Egypt. There was a lot of walking because we went to see a lot of museums like the pyramids right. and all those different things. So that's also something to factor in, too, as a, you know, you're going to be doing a lot of walking and even the mm-hmm. shuffling in the airport, too. You right, have, right. When you have a layover, depending on internationally, sometimes you have to go through customs again. That's right. The airports right. are pretty big, so there's a there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. So the actual
1: travel itself, the traveling, will wear you out. It will. Yeah, definitely. We need time to recoup and recover.
0: Absolutely. So. All right. So I'm excited. So um, my final question for you is: What's one tip? or one piece of advice you want to leave for our listeners about traveling from your experience?
1: I would say, think about it as, you know, an investment. It's your hard-earned money. So don't be lax with it. You know, enjoy yourself, yes, but don't be lax in the sense that take the time to plan. There's nothing like planning for a vacation to go somewhere really nice. And then you get there and you don't have the stuff that you want, or you're missing half your swimsuit. You know, you're, you know, it's okay. Like I do this. I literally will have a list and I will know, okay, when I go, I know how many days we're going to be there. Kind of have an idea, take the time to put the work in to plan your vacation so you can really enjoy it once you're there. You know, you, you do the legwork ahead of time, but then you're not, oh, we got to find a store. Oh, and inevitably that happens, but it shouldn't be like the norm where something important has been left behind. Now you got to try to call the pharmacy all the way in, you know, back home because you left medication. No, like lay your stuff out. It's okay to start a week in advance, put your bags on and start, you know, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to wear this outfit, I know that outfit needs this pair of sneakers, this shirt that, you know, and And I write it on every piece. I need my red sneakers, my white sneakers, my this, my sandals. I literally, because I don't want to forget anything. And and when I get there, I unpack. So everything's, you know, so take, I would say, take the time literally to put the effort into planning your vacation so that you don't have the mishaps. You don't leave the the passport, you don't get to the airport and don't because you're running late because you waited to the last minute to pack. It just starts the whole thing off, you know, on a bad note. And you put so much money and time into this only to have, you know, you can't get on your flight. You know, you're running behind, you missed the flight. you know, not really set your alarm. I mean, put your time in to plan. Um, because I'm speaking out of experience, put your time into plan. There's nothing like missing a flight and you don't know if you're going to be able to even make your vacation, you know, and thank goodness, you know, they were, they had a flight, but what if they didn't now? So yeah, it's, it's just worth the extra time it takes to say the night before, go through your bag purse. I got my wallet. I have my ID. a lot of times we go, Oh yeah, I got it. No, look, visually put your eyes on things. I have my medication. If you need some, you know, take your aspirin, take this, you know, make sure you have everything that you need. So when you land, it's just like, let's go.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. There's nothing like being prepared. Cause yes. like you said, when you're not, it can cause you to be flustered. And it just set, yeah. it just set the whole tone for your trip to just be like, huh, right? What? Or you're mad cause you missed the flight and it just can throw things out of whack. Definitely heard in there that you're not team carry on. Because you're like, my red sneakers, my white sneakers. My <laughs> I'm like, you pack a big bag, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> nothing about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but no, thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening again. Um, it was great to hear from you and hear your perspective. I'm excited to see more about your travels and what you have coming up. Definitely get on that train. Definitely get on the train by yourself. Make sure you send me that information
1: from Morocco because I'm going.
0: I'm definitely, I'm working on, it's in the works now, putting together the the plans and um, the dates and things like that. Okay, all right. Absolutely. So thanks everybody for joining us this evening. And as you always know, I like to say, peace. That's it for this week's episode of the Red Chuck Chronicles podcast. If you have feedback or questions on tonight's episode or anything travel related, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Red Chuck Chronicles. But before you go, make sure you click subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss the next episode. I'm your host, Nikki, wishing you adventure and beautiful sunsets as you travel the world. Thanks for listening. See you next Thursday, same time, same place.